Galatians chapter 3. O foolish Galatians, what magician has hypnotized you and cast an evil spell upon you? For you used to see the meaning of Jesus Christ's death as clearly as though I had waved a placard before you with a picture on it of Christ dying on the cross. Let me ask you this one question. Did you receive the Holy Spirit by trying to keep the Jewish laws? Of course not. For the Holy Spirit came upon you only after you heard about Christ and trusting him to save you. Then have you gone completely crazy? For if trying to obey the Jewish laws never gave you spiritual life in the first place, why do you think that trying to obey them now will make you stronger Christians? You have suffered so much for the gospel. Now are you just going to throw it all overboard? I can hardly believe it. I ask you again, does God give you the power of the Holy Spirit and work miracles among you as a result of your trying to obey the Jewish laws? No, of course not. It's when you believe in Christ and fully trust him. Abraham had the same experience. God declared him fit for heaven only because he believed God's promises. You can see from this that the real children of Abraham are all the men of faith who truly trust in God. What's more, the scriptures looked forward to this time when God would save the Gentiles also through their faith. God told Abraham about this long ago when he said, I will bless those in every nation who trust me, uh, who trust in me as you do. And so it is, all who trust in Christ share the same blessing Abraham received. Yes, and those who depend on the Jewish laws to save them are under God's curse. For the scriptures point out very clearly, curses everyone who at any time breaks a single one of these laws that are written in God's book of the law. Consequently, it is clear that no one can ever win God's favor by trying to keep the Jewish laws because God has said that the only way we can be right in his sight is by faith. As the prophet Habakkuk says, the man who finds life will find it through trusting God. How different from the way of faith is the way of law, which says that a man is saved by obeying every law of God without one slip. But Christ has brought us out from underneath the doom of that impossible system by taking the curse for our wrongdoing upon himself. For it's written in the scriptures, anyone who is hanged on a tree is cursed, as Jesus was hung upon a cross. Now God can bless the Gentiles too with this same blessing he promised to Abraham. And all of us Christians can have the promised Holy Spirit through this faith. Dear brothers, even in everyday life, a promise made by one man to another, if it is written down and signed, cannot be changed. He cannot decide afterward to do something else instead. Now God gave some promises to Abraham and to his child. Notice that it does not say the promise were to his children as it would if all his sons, all the Jews, were being spoken of, but to his child. And that, of course, means Christ. Here's what I'm trying to say. God's promise to save through faith, and God wrote this promise down and signed it, could not be canceled or changed 400 years, 430 years later when God gave the Ten Commandments. If obeying those laws could save us, then it is obvious that this would be a different way of gaining God's favor than Abraham's way, for he simply accepted God's promise. Well then, why were the laws given? They were added after the promise was given to show men how guilty they are of breaking God's laws. 
But this system of laws was to last only until the coming of Christ, the child to whom the promise, to whom God's promise was made. And there is this further difference. God gave his laws to angels to give to Moses, who then gave them to the people. But when God gave them to Ab- to pro- when, but when God gave promise to Abraham, he did it by himself alone, without angels or Moses as go-betweens. Well then, are God's laws and God's promises against each other? Of course not. If we could be saved by his laws, then God would not have given have had to give us a different way to get out of the grip of sin. For the scriptures insist that we we are all its prisoners. The only way out is through faith in Jesus Christ. The way of escape is open to all who believe him. Until Christ came, we were guarded by the law, kept in its protective custody, so to speak, until we could believe in the coming Savior. Let me put it another way. The Jewish laws were our teacher and guide until Christ came to give us right standing with God through our faith. But now that Christ has come, we don't need those laws any longer to guard us and to lead us to him. For now, we are children. Uh, we are all children of God through faith in Jesus Christ, and we have been baptized into into union with Christ and are enveloped by Him. We are no longer Jews or Greeks or slaves or free men or even merely men or women. We are all the same. We are Christians. We are one in Christ Jesus. And now that we are Christ, we are true descendants of Abraham, and all of God's promises to Him belong to us.